On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. You got the podcast at theticketfm.com. Discuss the day of action yesterday in the Big Ten Tournament. Iowa routing Northwestern, putting up 64 points in the first half in a 112-76 win. Also, the other games, Penn State beats Ohio State. Michigan State fends off Maryland. And Indiana comes from way behind by 17 points to beat Michigan in regulation. More games today. Uh, Iowa and Rutgers. One of the games there. Yeah, Indiana, Illinois is is, is and Wisconsin, so, Michigan State also. Yeah, and Purdue, Penn State. Thank you, thank you. That's the games today in the Big Ten. Yeah, tournament. Indiana, Illinois starts it off at ten thirty a.m. and and that's 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 must see TV. Now, if Illinois beats Indiana resoundingly, does that push Indiana out? Of the tournament, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Nobody has those answers. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how how that goes in the conversations. I'd love to see Indiana win that game. Now, now Indiana Illinois understand it is a rivalry. I get that. Well, they are their neighbors. You know, border war, border mm-hmm. war. There, yeah. of course, they're, of course, they're rivals. And you, you cannot. You, you, you're wrestling with Iowa Rutgers. I'm not wrestling. I, I was going to beat him by 15 points. Rutgers defeated Iowa this year in right. a game in the 40s. Yeah. Why are you so convinced that Iowa will will run race past? As Rutgers? we said in the first hour, I'll say it again. Iowa right now, and it is, pains me to say it, is the most dangerous team in this conference. Harrison agreed to it first segment. I think you agreed to that. Right now, Iowa is the most dangerous team in the Big Ten Conference. They have been on fire. I mean, their one loss they had recently was was to <coughs> Illinois by two on Illinois' home court, and they had one of their players was not playing that game. You know, they had they didn't have a full roster, they didn't have all their guys, and they still almost go into Champaign and win that game. So we agree, Iowa's the most dangerous team in the in the Big Ten. Purdue might be the best team, but now I wonder. I think Iowa might. I I think Iowa's. You could you could make a strong case that Iowa's the best team in the Big Ten right now. Right now, right, and, and which, which is going to be painful. If what if Iowa wins the Big Ten tournament and just like the woman did, you could have Iowa women and men, women, yeah, women and men, the the Big Ten champions. Just <laughs> come on, I got this pen. Just stab you in the heart. Stab God. you in the heart. Keep doing it. Painful. How about the Hawkeyes, Jake? How about the? They got to. I mean that that state is experiencing a lot of success right now. Well, they have one of the absolute best women's players in the country in Caitlin Clark, who's a very interesting player, by the way. 
not only great but interesting. Why? Why is she interesting? You know why? She's kind of a trash talker, yeah. demonstrative, yeah. Um, very brash. I, I I happen to like her. I mean, I I have no. When you're that good, she she doesn't color inside the lines. Okay, but she's not. She doesn't go so far outside the lines that she's off putting. Okay, that's what I'd say about her. Milkman says, "God, your love for Iowa Jake is over the top right now." Now this is no love. I'm no, just saying. Can't stand him. This sucks. This is painful for me to say. You have a hard time with them, don't you? I mean, think what Ference is doing too. I I honestly They're feel like Big I, Ten need, I think I need to burn the song that I made. I think that that puts something in the ether that now is giving Iowa extreme success over Nebraska and overall. What was the title of that song? Iowa sucks. <laughs> Ever since I created the song, which I'm not going to play today because they obviously don't suck right now, everything for Nebraska has gone bad, and everything for Iowa has gone good. All right, so, let's, let's talk about Fred's program. Here. Here's a question you ask on the rundown. How do we start – how soon? How soon, <laughs> how soon do we start hearing news of changes in Nebraska basketball program? I Hard to say. I'd say relatively soon, though. Things are happening. Um, I don't think it'll be too long before we hear that Bryce McGowan's is indeed a one and done, and we can all ponder that. Um, as far as staff changes, there there will be staff movement. Now, what it exactly it looks like, I don't know. I've said it on these airwaves that I will be shocked if Matt Abdelmasi's back, but I don't think that that, that might not be the only change. Um, we'll just have you know, and I don't know how soon that'll happen. I would think relatively quickly because Fred has to get the recruiting operation going, which my perception right now is the recruiting operation is kind of ground to a halt. Um, right. As, well, and, and I think some of that is just related to the fact that they had to – they you know, they're finishing up their season, and also that Fred's got to make some changes. Right. I mean, your lead recruiter <clears throat> has been at Matt Albedomasi since he got here, and with, with the – Problems this this team has had. There's no guarantee any assistant is back. There's, Absolutely, you know, every except, assistant is is on watch right except now. Except I would I would I would say Nate Lencer should be back. Okay. Okay, and I think he will be back. I think Nate Lencer will be back. I, that's what I think. But that's that's the only guy that is safe. You know, I'm talking about Doc Armand Gates, Matt Abdomasi. These are guys that might, you know. Well, there are guys on that staff, Jake, that might just leave on their own accord because they, they don't feel comfortable with the situation. Well, they might they might leave on their own accord. They might get let go. Right. But regardless, you're probably looking at significant staff changes. So when it comes to recruiting, why it might be at a halt? Because no one knows if they're going to be here or not. Right. Which is unfortunate for, for Nebraska in terms of trying to get players here when you're going to have to replace so many guys. All right. They got to get it going. Fred's got to make decisions fast. I don't think this is a situation where season ends, Fred flies to Barbados and takes a week off. I just don't think he can do it. Okay. I don't, yeah. I mean, I, I, I would hope that Fred is in, in the working today. I mean, this is, there are big decisions that have to be made and executed. He's coming off a ridiculously subpar season. In fact, this is where I'd start the conversation. He has to be lamenting a couple things. First of all, they didn't get enough out of this team. Okay? Which he has said, basically, already on the record. You know, I what did he say after they beat Ohio State? I just feel I just kind of feel sick that that 
this is happening now and it didn't happen before, paraphrasing. Right. The other thing he's lamenting right now, I bet, is is that this league is not great. It's gettable. It's balanced, but it is not great. This was a year where Nebraska, if things were working, could have made a bit of a move. Sure. A bit of a move, Jake. Yeah, I mean that that seemed, has seemed pretty obvious these last few months right. in the league. The, the league, league is the league is not great. We we just said is is there an easy team to pick to go far in the dance? I mean, I mean Iowa might be your best chance, but how far will they go? Right. Like you in past years, you can say, well, you've got several Final Four contenders. I don't I don't think that at all this no. year. No, no. Okay. If you get the right matchup and you get hot, the, maybe, the, the thing, still. and you would say, well, what does what does Fred have to change? Well, one thing he has to change, and, and this is a credit to Kobe Webster and the ticket, right? Kobe Webster, what he said. I'll tell you what, Jake. The more you think about what Kobe Webster said about accountability, think about what Kobe Webster said about accountability. In relation to the last two possessions in Nebraska's game hmm. the other night, right? Yeah, it's pretty. That stuff happens in practice, yeah. and if it, it it when it happens in well, let's put it this way: if it happens in the game, it's happening in practice, and it's not being addressed enough. Okay, just two two sloppy possessions to end with with chances to tie or win that ball game. <clears throat> Fred's a grinder. I know this. Okay, I know this. Fred Hoiberg is a grinder of a coach. He works. But does he demand that from his players? Doesn't appear so. No, it doesn't. If I'm Trev Alberts, that's one thing I'm drilling down on is accountability and making your players accountable and demanding as much from your players as you demand from yourself. Fred demands a lot from himself. He does. Fred's not going through the motions. I I will tell you that right now. Fred Hoiberg does not go through the motions. His his teams are prepared game plan wise. Fred's prepared. But I I don't know what it is exactly. If he like I wonder sometimes you know, he played for Tim Floyd. I, I think it's a tail end of his career. And Tim Floyd's a taskmaster master. I mean, Tim Tim Floyd gets after you. And I wonder if Fred just didn't like that and hmm. said, I'm never gonna be that guy. I mean, I've read well, things that kind of, I, I've, I've read things that sort of intimate that, and I've wondered about. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. If you're Fred Hoiberg though, you might not like a way to navigate and try to try to coach, but you have to realize. Do you, look in the mirror. You're, you are coming back for next season. 
your teams have been either dead last or second to last in the conference and, and have not been competitive for a lot of the season, you got to change the way you operate. That's why you probably do need a, an, you know, a new staff completely to help out with that. But also, well, come on. you got to change your way. And how do you just change the way you've coached? I don't it, know. Because you've been an NBA coach and you coach the same way. Yep. Like you, there's something. If you are back, unless you resign, you are back for next season. And this, this is not acceptable. Think about the league we're in, that, that Nebraska's in. As I was saying in the first hour, and when you were, I think you were handling your computer issues. You may not have heard it, so I'll say it again. We're back though. This is a tough, grinded out league, right? It's a tough. What I watched the games yesterday. I watched. I mean, it was really clear in the Ohio State Penn State game. That's just a possession game. It's it's a it's a tough physical possession by possession game. So they're not running. They're not. There's not a lot of running up and down the court. It's get in a set, and you know what? There's beating each other up. A lot of the Big Ten is that way. That's not exactly Fred's style. Well, he's got to change styles. Now, Fran McCaffrey runs a similar style to Fred, to Fred Hoiberg, but he gets it to work. Well, the, the roster is much better. It is. Because they're not, they're not starting over every year. Because right. they've got guys that are developing. They've got two sons of the head coach playing and, they have, and contributing. I, 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 now, unless I'm wrong, I, maybe I've missed it. Does Nebraska have a Big Ten Player of the Year candidate out there? No, but did people think I was going to have that before this year? Well, they got one. <laughs> they have one. Keegan Murray. Right. And, and, it's, and they got four other. They, they got three or four other really good options on that team. Right? But they're not, also, they're not rifling through players year after year after no, year. No, I mean, in, in – and this is going to be, yeah, it's going to be another situation where Nebraska revamps the roster. And is it going to be, is it going to take them time to get going again? Well, it, well think about this. You know, if you want to avoid con- constantly changing over the roster, you can start, you got to start getting some freshmen in here, more freshmen. I know they got Ramel Lloyd coming in, they got, you know, Denim Dawson coming Blaise in. Blaze Keita. But he's not a freshman, though. No, that's true. You're he's right. going to be here for how, a, a couple of years. He was right. a Juco player. Juco player, right. Good point. Good point. I mean, what so do you got if, back? If that's the case, then you're going to have to have – it's going to take a little bit. What do you got back? C.J. Wilcher had a great, great stretch. Uh, Wilcher ended up averaging eight points a game. you, you got to hope that Breidenbach comes back healthy. Comes back, number one, doesn't transfer. It comes back healthy and takes a huge leap next year. Okay. We didn't see much from Breidenbach this year. Right? I, I don't – it's possible you'll get Eduardo Andre back, the big man, six foot eleven freshman – but I don't. It's not a done deal. I think you'll get Oleg back. Um, but what do you have with that? I don't know. Casey Tomanaga, maybe. Um, Keon Edwards, you'll get back. Didn't do Der- much this year. Derek Walker's a possibility. Definitely a possibility. Derek Walker's a definite possibility. Lat Mayan's not a possibility. Kobe Webster's not a possibility. Bryce McGowan's. We'll hear news pretty soon that he's gone. Uh, Corn McPherson back. Trey McGowan's. I think he. I, I. My guess is G League on Trey McGowan's. Um, that's my guess. Lonzo Verge is out of eligibility. Right, he's gone. So but, yeah, now but, it's possible you could coax Trey McGowan's back. I don't. I just. If I'm betting on it, I'm saying no. I don't. I don't think he'll be back. His brother will be gone. He doesn't have. I don't think he'll have a lot of options. I don't know that he wants to go overseas, but he can play in the G League. He's good enough to play in the G League. 
The, the problem that I'm seeing here, and I feel the same way myself, and the textures and anybody you talk to is that they, they just don't see how this changes going forward from being the bottom of the big Okay, tent. well, that's the next thing we got to address. Fred, I think Fred has to talk in a public, like the, to the media, and, and address all the questions. because the Not because of me or you, but because the fan base has been pretty patient. Wouldn't you say? Well, they have no other choice. Well, you have choices. You don't have to like go you, to the games. You can't fire Your the Your choice coach. was not to go to the games. That's true. I did, and I did. Yeah. But we cannot fire the coach, though. No. We have, don't have that say as the fans. I you mean, can, you but can, you can be patient. You have that choice, Jake. I, <laughs> I told you I was ready to move on. I still am. No, you but, say you don't have it. You, you say you have no other choice. Yeah, you do. You have a choice. You don't have to be patient. You can be impatient. That's a choice. But I don't. I don't command the program, though. It's just. I it, do. I go to the games or not? Well, you don't have to pay attention to it. Well, you kind well, of I do because I do, cause, cause I show. Do show. Yeah. yeah, but I, I still follow them. I just did. I didn't go to them. And I, I want. I want to be able to go back to a game, and feel like I'm, I'm watching a team that I know every night's going to at least compete and fight hard. And versus, I hope this is the night where they they fight hard and they play. Mm-hmm. I go to Penn State. It's not a great. Perfect example because Penn State didn't show up against Nebraska when they played out there, and Nebraska looked fabulous that game. I mean, just fabulous. But Penn State and Micah Shrewsbury, Jake, first-year coach, overhauled that roster. Bunch of old guys, transfers, bunch of transfers. He coaxed them to a seven and thirteen record, which if Fred had coaxed Nebraska to seven and thirteen, we could live with that, right? This year, yeah. Coaxed yeah. Penn State to two wins in the Big Ten tournament, which would be, which would cause immense excitement here. They have a game against Purdue tonight, Penn State, which is winnable. They they played Penn State close. They did, Jake, or excuse me, Penn State played Purdue close, seventy four sixty seven earlier this year. We'd be we'd be. Perfectly happy with that, with what Shrewsbury did at Penn State in year one. Right. With a sort of similar situation. That, that would have been the third year, Fred, though. We would take that in year three. I know. Yeah, exactly. That's an issue. Uh, this is from Corey regarding McGow- Trey and Derek Walker. He okay. says, uh, four six four five six eight five. After the slog of the last few years, unless you have academic aspirations, why would Derek Walker or McGow- Trey McGowan's come back? What are you hoping to achieve? Is this all NIL stuff with them or what? Mm. Another I mean, they, year of college basketball. Right. Well, they could, I guess. It's been a pretty painful time for those two here. They if they're a, about they, winning, it's been very painful. I mean, it was, yeah. And I, you know what? I, I didn't read the board very well going into the Big Ten tournament. I thought they could get I, some, for some reason. I thought they could get two or maybe three if they got by Iowa. They could get three. They were, they were not getting past. Well, Iowa. you have yesterday's result in your corner, but Nebraska played Iowa close at PBA. They did. That was a close game. Iowa needed a late surge to win by ten. It, this sounds strange, but but Nebraska would have been better off as the 14th seed. Yeah, right. Because you'd played Penn State, you just beat Penn State. You know you can beat mm-hmm. them, and then you would play Ohio State, who you had just oh, had man. beaten. Oh man! And then Purdue is still is going to oh, be tough. Man. But yeah. at least you won no, two games. Yeah. Now you never know. No, you would have been better off at 14. Right, and, and it's nice that you beat Wisconsin. You got out of the, got out of the 14 seed to not finish last in the conference. But the road to doing anything in the conference 
tournament was over after that. I feel for Fred. I mean, he's in a, he's in a tough spot here. He's in a tough spot. This league makes it tough. <clears throat> we, I think, as a collective f- fan base, underestimated what the Big Ten was all about. And it's grinded Nebraska up pretty much in the two main sports. Wouldn't you say? Yes, it it's has. It's grinded them up. Yep. <laughs> we got in At a meat grinder. At what point do you figure it out, though? Like, okay, we, we get it. We suck now, maybe, but maybe when you start a, figuring it maybe out? Maybe when the Matt Painters and Tom Izzo's and, you know, Chris Holtman's move on. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, God, those programs are good. I mean, I know Ohio State's not great, but Greg Gard. I mean, Wisconsin – How? when does Wisconsin not make the NCAA tournament? They make it every year. Michigan State's made the NCAA tournament. This is going to be 24 straight years. Mm. 24. Okay? 24 straight. I mean, Wisconsin makes the tournament virtually every year for the last quarter century, Jake. You're in a meat grinder. Yeah, Ohio State. I'm not. I'm not impressed with Ohio State either. But, no. but they they're a top twenty five team and they're making a tournament no matter what. You see what's going on across the river over there with Iowa. They are not slowing down. Well, we've said it. This will be the fifth time. Probably the best team in the Big Ten right now. Yeah. As long as Painters at Purdue. They're going to be a top 15 team, probably. Top 25 for sure. The road does not get easier for Nebraska. Never does. And what's Maryland going to do now? Yeah, they'll figure it out. They'll That's a top a good, 25 program. Coach. Maryland's a top they'll 25 program. They'll be back soon. Just don't know. Nebraska is bound to the cellar forever, apparently. No, they're not. They're in, the, in, in basketball. Maybe 12. <laughs> I'm going to tell you about a big week coming up in April. A lot of events. This might blow your mind. I'm going to tease a massive week coming in April next on Early Break on the Ticket. For TBWA Shiite Day New York and Nissan ISKI code NOAY0005000, spot entitled My23 Aria Launch, GM brand fully loaded 30 second radio spot, stereo mono compatible mixed with Tupop. The all-new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style Mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E-Force all-wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expect availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in Portland with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details.